This is Weekly Woman by Jubilance for PMS. Hi all, it's Alice Cash, your host of Weekly Woman presented by Jubilance for PMS. I'm so happy you're here today because we have a great lineup today. First, we're talking about returning to normal and how you don't have to do everything. And then Lily Vilches from Married at First Sight joins us on the show to talk about her time on reality television, cameras at all hours, and her husband who lived in a bus. All of this and more after these messages. First, we have to give it up for our sponsor, Jubilance for PMS, the only supplement on the market to help relieve your emotional PMS symptoms. This supplement is produced by a woman-run company and is the only clinically tried supplement on the market for the emotional side of PMS. Just think if you could stop all the stressing and those anxieties that accompany PMS. It's totally possible with a supplement you take once a day. Learn more if Jubilance is right for you at jubilance.com. Life has become all Zoom all the time. We've celebrated weddings on Zoom, birthdays on Zoom, we've gone on FaceTime dates from Hinge, we've taken cooking classes online, and we've had virtual happy hours with our colleagues. I don't know about you, but I'm used to my virtual social routine. After a year in isolation, seeing just the core members of my family and the occasional other pod member, this notion of picking back up to the normal of before the pandemic has me both anxious and completely nervous. As the vaccinations continue to ramp up and mask restrictions start to lift based on each state, it feels like a quick push back into the world we knew before. But are we ready yet? And after so much time apart, can we even think of things to say to one another? I know my small talk has gone to pieces. The feelings of stress are only natural after a year living in a completely different way. And you need to know that you're not alone. The person opposite you is probably feeling the exact same way. They've been out of practice for over a year. Let yourself live in the awkward. It's okay. When I went to my first outing after staying in my house for a year, I went to a spinning class with the girls networking group in New York City. I was so scared to talk to people to even make eye contact at times, but they were just as scared too, and they even told me so. Ultimately, when we all shared our vulnerability about coming to the event and chatting with each other, we were able to all laugh and manage our awkwardness. I even made some new friends I wouldn't have made otherwise. Start small. You don't have to dive back into everything you did before the pandemic. I've been dipping my feet in the pool, slowly just going to one social thing a week, Whereas before, I was never in my tiny New York City apartment. Now I love being at home. I also feel much more tired after social interactions. As an extrovert, they used to really recharge me, but now I'd much rather pick and choose what I do and see the people I really want to see. We've all been having the same conversations for a year. What are you doing in COVID? How are you? Are you okay? Can you believe our world? Why not opt for some other questions? I love playing Would You Rather to get the conversation started, or I even looked up fun things to get to know you with questions on Google. It sounds a little crazy, but you know, sometimes you need some help. You may have changed during the pandemic, and that's okay. You may be a homebody now, like me. Never in a million years would I think that would happen. You may have gotten into gaming, you may be crocheting, you may be doing so many other things at your home than seeing people, and if that's what you want to do, go for it. You don't have to pick up your life from before. You get to decide how you want to move forward. 
We also only have so much energy and free time after work, you can say yes or no to plans, and make sure you're checking in with yourself about what you want. I can't even imagine going back to my life from before the pandemic. Not only did I work for Jubilance during the day, I had a night job as a director, constantly running from rehearsal to rehearsal. I barely had time to see friends. I saw my boyfriend after an exhausted day once or twice a week. I love being with him after work, cooking together, seeing my pod friends, being in three different book clubs this year. My priorities about where I want my life to go have shifted, and that's okay. You just have to know that you're not alone. Open up the conversation about how you're feeling. Your friend might be feeling that way too. If you like this podcast, be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear your feedback, and please share us with your friends. It truly makes a difference. Next up, we're talking with Lily Vilchez from the Miami season of Married at First Sight. Managing my stress levels. I take on way too much, I do way too many things, and every year I tell myself I'm going to do less and less. But I always seem to not meet that goal every year. I've removed no stress from my life. There is um, too much to do. If you're also trying to remove stress from your life, the only thing that has helped me immensely, more than anything, has been jubilance. Uh, This PMS supplement (laughs) is a lifesaver, and most of the stress that I have to deal with is on my period, and it helps me keep my cool, find my peace, and deal with my stress and manage it better. But now that I have jubilance to help me with all this stress, I was able to get everything I need to get done. I am not overwhelmed, and I can finally put this all away and just enjoy what 2021 has to bring. Um, So Lily, welcome to the podcast. We're so excited to have you on. Thank you so much for having me. I'm actually excited to be on this, my first podcast, so this should be fun. Yay, so exciting. (laughs) Well, so we kind of start with some more like softball questions. So where are you living now? I know you have, um, you were in Miami and you were also like between there and North Carolina. Yeah. So I'm currently in Charlotte. Um, I still do some real estate back in Florida because I keep my, uh, my license active. Um, and I also have my license here, um, but I'm currently doing property management in Charlotte. That's awesome. And like, what do you love about Charlotte? Honestly, it's so homey. And this is the one thing that Miami, it's such a, Miami is such a transient city. Like I never saw myself settling roots or establishing myself there. And I think like North Carolina feel is just, it's, it's like homey. Like I want to start a family here. I want to buy a house, have a picket fence and just lay some roots out here. <laughs> That's awesome. And, and when did in you- an actual house, in an oh. actual house though. <laughs> Are you in an actual house now? I am in an apartment right now, but okay. it's still, it's a dwelling. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Me too. I'm in New York city. So it will forever be an apartment. Yeah. <laughs> tiny, tiny. <laughs> oh, I love New York. It's so nice out there. I love going like around Christmas time, I guess just because of the light displays and stuff. Oh my gosh. I think I go every around um, Thanksgiving every year almost. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love it here around Christmas time. Like the Rockefeller Beautiful. Center, the tree yeah. and everything. Ice skating. Oh, so pretty. So pretty. It's really fun. Yeah. yeah. But you probably didn't get to go last year um because of everything I actually I didn't go I still went to New Jersey to visit my family because my sister lives in Jersey so I usually go for Thanksgiving to spend time with the fam and then I end up taking my trip to New York City and yeah I didn't get to do that last year but yeah hopefully this year yeah (laughs) come on what what have you been up to this year in the pandemic um what have you been doing 
been working a lot. Luckily, in my line of business, like we're considered essential because it's housing. Yeah. So I've been working through it. If anything, I've had more work because of the pandemic. You know, a lot of people are moving because they either can't afford it or they just sold their house because the market's crazy, you know? So I've been super busy with work. And then once things started slowly opening back up, I went to Mexico for my birthday for a vacation. So, but don't tell anyone about that. (laughs) Oh my God. That's awesome. Where did you go? I went to Cancun. I turned 30 this year. (gasps) Me too. So I was like, I need to go on a trip. I need to get out of here. Like, let's go. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah, I wish fun. I had done a trip. Maybe, maybe later. I was yeah. a little scared as like a New Yorker. It was yeah. all around. Have you had COVID at all at any point? I did actually. I got it at the beginning of everything yeah. in like March, April. Did you? Okay, did yeah. you I did too. I had oh. it in July. Oh, and gosh. honestly, it was kind of rough for me. I had a lot of the symptoms, like the body aches, I feel like were the worst. Um, just like feeling tired and my asthma since then, my asthma has been horrible. Oh my God. That's terrible, Lily. But because of that, I'm a little more like, well, let's go to Mexico. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man. That sounds so nice. I like, I haven't left anywhere in so long. Well, you guys were really shut down too. Yeah. Yeah, we just opened or we just lifted the mask mandate. So like on Saturday, I like took off my mask while I was walking through the park. It was really weird. But isn't it lovely? <laughs> yes. I was like, wow. I ha- like people have a smile. People have faces. <laughs> I know. It's so crazy. Like luckily here in Charlotte, there's so many like outdoorsy things to do that mm-hmm. even during COVID, like you could still go on hikes. A lot of the parks were still open, things like that. So that was nice. Like at least on the weekends, I could still do daytime stuff. Of course, you know, you're wearing your mask and social mm-hmm. distancing, but for hiking, it was a great season. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. But other than that, everything was really closed down and it, it was kind of bleak there for a moment. It's yeah. like, you miss that personal interaction with people. Like I have a real life person next to me. There's skin and bone there. <laughs> I know it's, it's so bizarre because of the mask mandate. And my friends and I just finally got vaccinated and like mm-hmm. waited the two weeks. Like I touched a friend for the first time on Saturday. Like this one friend I hadn't touched for a year. It was so weird. Yay. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> we have hands. I know it's, it's so crazy. Um, Yeah. I don't even know. This past year was just, it was definitely one for the books. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And how I thought getting married to a stranger would be the peak of weirdness in my lifetime, but I guess not. (laughs) Oh my God. Can you please talk about that? So if anyone doesn't know Lily, um, you might've seen her on married at first sight, the season four in Miami. Um, Can you talk a little bit about that experience? Um, It was definitely an experience. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I was, I want to say I was 25 at the time. They put my age one year short on the show because my birthday, yeah, my birthday happened um, prior, like right in the middle of filming. So at that point they couldn't change my birthday. So everyone was like, Oh my gosh, this 24 year old. I was 25 guys. (laughs) (laughs) But um, my best friend from Houston 
she actually put in an application for me and she was like, you need to try this. You know, they're filming in my, they're casting in Miami. I think you should do it. You're always complaining that you can't meet someone and it's hard to date in Miami. And I was like, that sounds kind of far-fetched. And she's like, you, you just have to try it. Like, what do you have to lose? And I thought about it. I was like, nothing really. Like, what did I have to lose? I was like, nothing. It could be really great or go terribly wrong. And and either way, it's just for six weeks. So I'm like, it can't be that bad. And then I ended up getting a call from the application she submitted. And then it kind of just kept going from there, like the interview process. Then it's the personality assessment. Now you're meeting with the shrink to see if your psych evaluation comes out good. All of a sudden, we found you a match. And I was like, holy crap. Okay, I'm getting married. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it, it was pretty crazy. It was a fun ride, though. Um, Just the experience itself. Like, I, I learned a lot of life lessons that I carry with me today. So that was that's a good takeaway that I have from it, for sure. That's good. Yeah. And can you talk a little bit about, like, meeting your husband at the altar? Like, what was that like? You didn't see him. Like, you turn around. Did you watch the show before? No. Know, oh, wow. No. So I didn't know about the existence of the show until my girlfriend, her name is Shell told me about it and she's like just watch it and I watched the first season and of course it was Courtney um and Jamie in that season so I was like oh my gosh they made it that's great I pro- I have the chance of it potentially working for me and and then season two happened <laughs> <laughs> was it two I think yeah the second one in, in New York and I was like okay but I'm still season four I was like you know if you if you want to make it work I think there's a good chance you can make it work mm-hmm. um I don't think you can account for the the interest of the other person you know or what yeah. they truly want from the ex- experiment <laughs> yeah <laughs> can you talk a little bit about being like filmed all the time what was that like it's weird because <laughs> you have to, and I'm assuming for podcasts, it's kind of similar, like where you, if they ask you a question, you have to answer with the question in your answer. So people know. Um, so it's like, they would, how old are you? Uh, um, hi, what's your name? Or how old are you? I would be like, hi, my name is Lillian. I'm 25 years old or 24 years old, whatever. And then like, you kind of get used to answering like that which is kind of strange but the cast and the crew like well the crew I guess they were awesome like we became so close and I still have my my wedding album I'm not even gonna lie I have it here in my living room and I still keep it because all of the the crew they signed it in the back and and wrote us like all these cute messages and stuff and you really become close to them like where we filmed 40 hours a week so it's basically another full-time job yeah yeah so outside of your work schedule like if you're not working you're filming (laughs) wow that's crazy that's a lot of pressure for six weeks it is it definitely is and I think it adds on to everything that goes on into the marriages like you know you also have to account for not only did you just marry a stranger and you're sleeping with this person in your same bed you're legally married but now you also have a crew of maybe eight people or more um just walking around moving things asking you questions pulling you here pulling you there we have a schedule we got to get this done like Mm. you know it's a lot it can become a lot yeah yeah what was the wildest story from being on a reality tv show A lot of people are going to guess my answer, (laughs) 
but I'm going to say it anyways. Okay. I think the most wild thing from that whole experience was the fact that my husband lived in a bus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't have anything to top that right there. <laughs> I, I think that was probably the most wild thing during that whole time. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. <laughs> And are you dating now? Are you, were you dating through COVID? I know it's been like super weird experience this year. I mean, could you really date through COVID? Yeah, not really. Um, Yeah. Um, I really haven't been dating. I started getting back in the um, dating game not too long ago. I'm on hinge now. Cool. So so we'll see how that works out. Um, Right after my divorce, I wasn't dating a lot, to be honest. I was just kind of like, I'm going to take a pause on this and I'll revisit this later. And I think now I'm ready to revisit that. I kind of had the, um, the mommy gene kick in and I'm like, I want to have a baby. (laughs) I'm like, let's start dating again. Awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, what a year. So, (laughs) Hey, no one would look sideways if I randomly popped up with the baby. A lot. There are a lot of quarantine babies out there. (laughs) That's true. That's true. (laughs) Oh, that could be awesome too. Yeah, I've been having that little mommy itch lately, so I'm like, you know what? I need to for me to meet someone, I have to start dating, Mm -hmm. and that's where I've been going wrong. And I think like now with our vaccines and like being vaccinated, we can like go out on the town. And you said like all the hiking trails and everything. Charlotte's open. Yeah. Oh, Charlotte is definitely open. I mean, oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Charlotte is, you wouldn't think there was a pandemic here. <laughs> Not wow. too long ago. Um, but yeah, now that I can actually meet people in person, it might make it easier for dating. I don't know. I think I've become a little jaded with the whole, even dating through a website. Cause that's essentially meeting someone. Yeah. Random in person. Yeah. So it's like, I'm just, I've been taking it real easy with the dating side. Yeah, that makes sense. Precaution. Yeah. <laughs> I met my boyfriend on Tinder, so. It I worked. It happened. <laughs> I have hope for, for Hinge. Let's, let's yes. see. <laughs> I heard that's great. <laughs> it's supposed to be the app that's meant to be deleted. So I'm going to hold on. I'm going to quote that these words great. later on. <laughs> yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Hinge. Make it work for me. Yes. <laughs> And something that we always ask on this podcast is what is your definition of womanhood? For me, my definition of womanhood is someone who carries her own, just in general, like emotionally, mentally, and physically, you know, someone who is a go-getter who says, I want this and goes for it and says, I don't need any of the negativity that you're spewing or you're giving me because I know what I can do and I'm going to get there. Like that for me is just, what every woman should embody the take never take no for an answer just keep going yeah that's so awesome Lily that's very empowering go get her don't take no for an answer that's awesome yeah I mean I've been there you know I've I moved to the United States by myself from Nicaragua so I know what it's like you know starting from scratch starting from zero and you know getting to where you want to be and where you where you feel you want to be or you need to be. And just knowing like, if you keep going and you have at it, like if you put in the effort, you're going to get it. That's amazing, Lily. And do you have any advice for for your younger self? Like, what would you tell her? 
<laughs> I was going to say something, but let, let's change that one up. <laughs> I've been able to maintain a nice persona in yeah. the of my divorce. So let's keep it that way. Um, <laughs> what would I say to my younger self? I, I probably should have thought of these beforehand. No, I just, I like no to be worries. a more spur of the moment, see what happens when I get asked the question. Um, probably to know that it always gets better. Mm. Everything, whatever it is, it always gets better. That's awesome. That's really <laughs> lovely. I mean, for all the young girls out there, you know, I get a lot of messages from young, younger girls that wanted to want to get into real estate and want to know um, what they need to do, you know, just put in the hard work. A lot of people, I know my parents were very high on get a college education. This is the route you have to do to get to where you want to be in life. But there's really no book or map for people like you can't just do one, two, three and get there. Like, you know, there's phases to everything. Just keep trucking on, just put in the effort, go for what you want to do. Cause I made that mistake. Um, as I was younger, like my parents really wanted me to get a college degree and I ended up getting them for them. Do I work in it? No. Mm -hmm. Do I use my college degree? No, <laughs> I definitely do not. But that was about five years of my life that I'll, I'll never get back. And I appreciate it because it taught me a lot, but that's not the necessary route for everyone. And I want all younger girls to know that like you can come from anywhere, but you can get to where you want to be if you put in the effort and you put in the work. Mm. That's awesome, Lily. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Of course. This was great. Very nice. Super Thanks. fun.